and welcome back episode three to make a statement i'm your co-host jackson and i'm your co-host sergio uh we went off last week due to reading week for laurier but we're back ready to go uh cross country october 15th was the last race we had the last centennial last uh sorry invitational race uh, was taking place at Centennial College. Uh, an all right performance. Uh, girls, I think, finished maybe fifth or fourth. Not too sure. Uh, men's, we finished eighth place, one point off seventh. I finished 15th overall. Uh, Aiden cracked the top 20. He finished 20th. Um, Faith on the woman's side finished fifth. Um, strong performances from all. Um, windy day, very hard to run. Um, kind of slowed me down a bit. It was tough. Um, the wind kind of shot me back, so I didn't have too much to really like push. Uh, tough day. You know, everyone has bad races, and that was just one of those races. Luckily, it was an invitational, so it didn't really count. Uh, but you know, finished the last invitational. Now, now we just we have two weeks to work for provincials, which takes place. October 29th in the Thunder Bay. Um, Nationals is looking prominent for me. Uh, top 25 in OCWA make it. Uh, but for Laurier, it's, I think it's top 15 as individual. Uh, I'm sitting currently sitting in the top 15 um, in all my races. Um, so Nationals is looking achievable for me. Nationals is looking achievable for a couple of the girls and for a rookie runner, Aiden Carr, uh, Nationals also looking achievable for him as well. Um, that's all I have to say for cross country. Uh, soccer starts tomorrow. First first practices. Uh, Woo! Men, women starts uh, ten to eleven. Women's on turf. Men are eleven to twelve. Um, Sergio, if you have anything else to say for glory sports in general, you can take it away. You know what? I'm I'm excited. I I think that's. That's what I'm going to get to. I'm excited, you know. We start tomorrow. Everything changes tomorrow. We, It's it's about that mindset mindset going into the season where, you know, we want it. <laughs> we want it so bad. So, the guy can see it within the girls' team and the guys' team. We, we just want to win. So, uh, nothing much to say. It hasn't started yet, but I have a feeling going into it where, we're looking to win and bring back some glory. We want that banner. We want that banner. Yes. Uh, and everyone knows we record early. Um, but you guys get to hear this Tuesday at 12. Um, captains will be chosen Tuesday. Um, there's two captains for the men's. Emmanuel and Godva. Uh Probably two captains for the women's, uh, and Maddie and Maya, uh, assume so. Um, but um, that's, I guess, the big news of soccer. Um, and we're just letting you know. Yeah, you know, captains are chosen. Um, they set an example for the team and how it's going to be ran. Um, I'm confident that people chosen in their last and final year are going to push us to do better and push us to be better. You know that? Um, nothing else to say about that. We all know the nope. main goal, provincials. <laughs> like, 
it's it's history, right? And so we're we're gonna, he, they're gonna push us. And that's the end of it. Yep. Um, they're they sure are. They're definitely gonna push us. Yep, you're right there. Moving on to uh, you know that that's pretty much it for Laurier in general, sports wise. Uh, moving on to uh, we're gonna switch the you know kind of kind of topics here from Laurier, but we're gonna, we'll stick in the soccer section. Uh, big week for the Premier League. Um, shocking result. Uh, Liverpool, a big upset. Um, us Arsenal fans out there, it was an important loss for Man City. Um, now we're four points clear of them at the top of the table. We're sitting at 27. They're sitting at 23. Um, <laughs> it was and also a very, very controversial win for Arsenal. A 1-0 win against Leeds. Um, as I was I watching say- the highlights... Leads, leads were all over us. I'm, I'm sorry. I was watching highlights. They created a lot more chances. Ramsdale was on his head. Um, Bamford missed a penalty shot. Uh, a controversial call in the 90th minute. Uh, Gabriel was sent off, and then the chain uh, it was reversed to yellow, and then Arsenal was given the free kick. Um, it was supposed I mean- to be like a five extra time, but they went. 10 extra minutes but it's okay you know, we're still Bo- talking both games today. were pretty controversial <laughs> both games were controversial I'd say Man City ended up scoring um, yeah, they took it away from him because of a foul um, you know there's one thing about VAR there's times where it's where it's needed and there's time where it's not um, how VAR works is the the referee will ask to watch the goal. Um, if you read the rules in the handgo- in the handbook, um, the referee gets the final decision if far is needed or not. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I I don't know. Sometimes it's like controversial, as in you look in history and you see all the goals that have been scored, the great ones. <laughs> Some of them wouldn't even happen with far. You know what I mean? Um, we wouldn't get to bear witness to some of the greatest things ever. So, I mean, it just leaves me on edge. I don't know. I think Man City did play a good game. Klopp is always inside of Pep's head, per usual. So, um, Klopp knew that was a must-win in order to turn the season around. Um, Arsenal, four points clear. That's big news. (laughs) I just have a gut feeling that Arsenal will choke against a bottom place team. Ah, uh, here we go. Here um, comes the haters ready. Here comes the haters ready. Look, honestly, you guys are playing good football, but Arsenal nature is going to come into play. And I wouldn't, like, you, you have to understand, it's, it's a long season. And injuries are bound to occur. <laughs> okay? So, Arsenal's next games... Who do you face next game? Man City. So. Dub. 2 1. <laughs> 2 1 win for Arsenal. Gabriel Azu mm. scores two. 2. 2 1 win for Arsenal. No chance. <laughs> no chance. Um, honestly, like I said before, you are Arsenal of quality, but Klopp said it yesterday. No one can compare with Man City due to financial problems. No one. And 
that's what it's going to come down to. Erling Holland will end up putting a hat trick past you guys. And that's the end of it. At the end of the day, you cannot stop the cyborg. You cannot. Arsenal just aren't there yet. We have a cyborg in defense. It's called (laughs) William Saliba. William, oh, oh my days. Um, <coughs> this delusion is getting in the way. I don't know what to say. Um, but yeah, it's like, Man City are just unreal. I, like, every year they go in as favorites to win the, the Champions League. They haven't done it, but I wouldn't put it past them if they won it this year along with the Premier League. Jackson, honestly, do you think Arsenal win the league? I do. I told oh you last week. I told oh you. I told God. you in last episode. This is our chance. So you you think? <laughs> let me get this straight. You think that this Arsenal team has the quality to go out and beat Man City next week? We do. I'll make a bet with you. I'll make a bet with you. Lie on it. Hundred percent. Last year we lost two one to one in a last minute goal. I'll make a bet with you live on air. Okay. I'll, it'll be a small little bet, but it's mostly for pride. Um, ten dollars Man City beat Arsenal. Deal. Ten dollars Arsenal beats Man City. Draw, okay. we get nothing. Okay, sounds good. It's got to be a clear win. A clear three points. Yeah, a clear three points when Holland comes on and scores five goals. Okay, yeah, a clear three points when he's used bags to pass Ederson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're past you, pass Ederson. <laughs> and then Zinchenko gets two assists. Okay. okay. Delusion. You see what I mean? Uh, this Prem season is one one to watch. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's surprising. It's You see Liverpool in, I think, eighth place. <laughs> Yeah, so. below Brighton and Newcastle. Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> the top five is expected. Um, I didn't think Chelsea would crock. Like crack. I don't think Chelsea's still going to even make top five. Mm. I I think they will, just due to the quality that's below them. What's surprising to me is West Ham United is 12. Yeah, so they had a, a major, major drop-off. I think Jared Bowen... Just had one one season wonder. Yeah, like uh, they went out and they spent the summer. Same thing with Nottingham Forest. They went out and they spent the summer. They spent. Newcastle spent. <laughs> Newcastle spent, but Newcastle spent smart. Newcastle has Eddie Howe at the realm. Eddie Howe is a great coach. I said it. I was like, yeah. he should coach Chelsea if he, he had brought the opportunity. <laughs> like that team is just. They Future. stole. They stole Isak from Arsenal. Uh, might I add? Um, That's fine. We have Isus. But yeah, Leicester City, like from Leicester. Yeah, from Leicester from Premier League winners to nineteenth place. Like one season wonders. Hey, Leicester robbed us in twenty fifteen of a Premier League title, but it's okay. Oh, they robbed Spurs of a Premier League title. You guys were yeah. now in the race. Yep. We, okay. You know what? Arsenal, Arsenal beat Leicester twice that season. They were the only team. Title check? Title check? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, title check? What do you mean title check? Who won the Prem? doesn't matter who won the Prem. It does matter who won the Prem. Who won the Prem? We still... 
beat him twice that season. So uh, it's not okay. Well, I'm taking the pauses away from this. Oh my. Yeah, Leicester City, 19th place. <laughs> I just, I don't know what happened. Um, Brendan Rodgers is a coach I have great respect for just because of what he did with Celtic, what he did with Liverpool. He's he's great. But, um, yeah, I just don't know what happened. It, it amazes me to see, like, the underdogs win. And speaking of underdogs, let's talk about MLB because that that's beautiful. Talk about who's right? The MLB. Oh, yes. So um, <laughs> we can uh, we can toss our prediction out the window. Um, <laughs> yeah, there go the Jays. <laughs> there, there goes the Cards. There goes the Jays. There goes the Dodgers. There goes the Braves. There goes the Mets. Uh, uh, I don't the know. The Yanks what to almost say. gone. <laughs> uh, well, we'll we'll start from Wild Card Weekend. Um, we'll start in the in the AL. Um, well, I think we all had Cleveland beating Tampa Bay. Mm, yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, we did. No, I'll have that. I think the the most I think surprising one uh, was Seattle, Toronto. Um, <laughs> I, know well, you the, I know you. I know you don't want to no, talk about it. I don't want to talk about it because when the Leafs go and watch your playoff game, this is what happens. This is exactly uh, what happens. What were they? Seven one up in the sixth. Eight one up. Wanna know what happened? We're watching the game. <laughs> watching the game, seven one up. If we win, I'm going to that playoff game on Sunday. <laughs> I told my dad, I'm like, guess we're going to the game tomorrow. I had no doubt in my mind we were winning the game. <laughs> I come home, turn on the TV, it's tie game in the ninth inning. I had no words. It's just and then I looked at pitching. I was like what happened? Schneider decided to put in terrible pitchers to end the game. I wouldn't say terrible, but they were the wrong pitching decisions. He, like, he put in Manoa. And, like, Manoa had a great game. Um, then he put in I don't think Manoa even played in game two. Oh, no, no, no. Manoa didn't play. It was Gosman. But, yeah, Gosman it was Gosman. Gosman had a fantastic game. Fantastic. Until, until he let up four runs, and then he switched. Yeah, and then I I don't know what happened, but we decided to put Tim Simber in <laughs> to finish a baseball game. And what did he do with his weird form? He messed it up for us. And then what happened? <laughs> we put in Romano, and Romano was taken out too early. Romano was doing okay, actually. Um, but yeah, that the decisions that game were terrible. Bo Bichette forgot how to play baseball, so that's always great. Um, I don't know what he was thinking. My guess is that it was too loud that he couldn't hear Springer, but <laughs> that's I know it was embarrassing. You know, we we were f- like we we we're an underdog team, I'd say. Um, 
going in with a very underrated team. Um, but I guess it just comes down to experience at that point. You know, <laughs> they even put in, uh, Seattle even put in a, a starter to finish the game against us. So that says it all, you know. Um, they wanted it more than we did. We're still a young team. We're going to go into next season, and we're going to be swinging. We have a taste of the postseason, and go Houston Astros. Yeah. Uh, um, Houston looks strong. Houston looks very, very strong. Uh, I don't see any team now. The, I think the only team I had a shot at beating Houston would be L.A., um, but now I don't see any. I don't see any team um, competing against them. Not even the Yankees, to be honest with you. Um, it was. It was. I don't know. It, it was. It was a typical Toronto playoff game. Um, now it's, you know, potentially it's going to be Cleveland. Houston, ALCS, um, but I think the most underdogging thing is San Diego, Philly, NLCS, two wildcard teams now having a shot to win the pennant, you know, um, insane, insane, uh, Philly beat, you know, St. Louis, uh, as much as that sucked. You know, we got swept to nothing and Pujols and Molina's last every game. You know, um, Nolan and Goldschmidt were terrible, terrible in game two. I watched it, terrible. 0-4 and 1-4, they were terrible. Goldschmidt was swinging on everything. Um, just terrible, terrible, terrible game. Uh, San Diego looks strong. I think they're going to beat Philly, in my opinion. Um you know, they just have the momentum. They just knocked off the best team in MLB and the Dodgers, right? Uh, but the Phillies just knocked off the Braves, who were a 101-win team. San Diego knocked off the Mets, who were, again, another 101-win team. Um, I think San Diego-Houston, if, we, if, we, if we we're allowed to do read predictions, San Diego-Houston. <laughs> it's easier now to redo them. Yeah, 100%. But I, I think it's San Diego Houston. I don't think – I think the Yankees lose to Cleveland in game five. No chance. As much as it's back in the Bronx. Aaron Judge loses? No way. I I, I think so. I think Cleveland, Houston, um, and then Houston sweeps. Houston sweeps before. Yeah, actually, I agree with that. And then, um, I think San Diego beats Philly in six. You know what? I do think this is Harper's year. I think Harper has endured so much. So, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one and go with the Phillies. Um, but yeah, this is a year of the underdog. Everyone didn't expect this. We didn't expect this. Hell, I have the Blue Jays winning it all. 
that went down in flames in the eighth inning. So, or yeah. So, three runs later, here we are. Everyone calling for Schneider's head. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say can't blame the coach. Can't blame the coach. I fully blame the coach. You can't for big I, moments. I don't, I don't, like, big I, I moments, you need a big coach. Big moments needs a big coach, and yeah, I agree. But what spring? What, what spring was like? Oh four, and he was swinging on everything. It's not Springer's fault. I'm not we, saying it's Springer's fault, but it's in big time games, you need big time players to step up. Springer's a big time player. He was supposed to be that playoff guy. We had nine runs. It doesn't matter if Springer had a good game or not. We have nine runs. When you have nine runs, you're not expected to lose. We we lost the game in the eighth inning. Due to pitching. Because of pitching. Literally literally it. Lost the game because of pitching. I don't know how much more you expect us to hit in a playoff baseball game. Um, nine runs, I would say, is a lot. But there's you. it's clear when the stats show that in the eighth and the ninth were three runs. Three, like... I, it's, it's unbelievable, but that's enough from me. <sighs> yeah, just... that's 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 it for you know, baseball. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's it you know it's postseason sports. We love it. Um, uh, you know, jumping from you know the diamond, we'll jump into. Uh, you know, ho- hockey started last week. Opening, yeah. Opening nights. Um, some good games. You know, um, I think Pens might be two and zero. Calgary's two and zero. Yeah. Big. Calgary yeah. beat two big teams: Edmonton and Colorado. Um, we look. We look good. Kaji looks good. Lindholm looks good. Markstrom <laughs> looks good. Um, you know. Uh, well, I, ex- I expected this. I expected this. I did. I did, you know, I think a lot of people are skeptical on the Flames after losing to Chuck and Luke Goudreau and Monaghan. Um, but I think that just put more fire in the team. You know, we, we, we took a huge risk in signing Kadri. Um, you know, Kadri has been, you know, he had one good season of his career. Other than that, he's been kind of inconsistent. Um, but we took a risk. Hopefully, it pays off. Hopefully. Um, Lindholm looks strong. Backlund looks strong. You know, we have a lot of good depth. Um, but I think a team that's going to surprise us all this year is going to be Ottawa or Buffalo. Um, you you Buffalo just said Ottawa with pride? This Is that what just happened? Yes. Oh, wow. I did. That's I think centers, uh, centers up, I think they're going to be a playoff team. What? Just squeaking in. Just squeaking in. What? Um, they're last in in the Atlantic. They're 0-2. 0-2, yeah, 0-2. It's not, it's not like there's like five games in the season. That's like saying the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup. No, no. That's that's a whole different story to Toronto. Oh, I, Wow. That one caught me off guard. 
Um, well, I told you, Calgary going into this, they're going to be a great team. Um, I'd say they had the best offseason amongst uh, all the NHL teams. It's not because they got star players. They did get one star. But um, they picked to their needs, right? They got what was best for them. And the Leafs, like teams like the Leafs, just, just didn't, you know? You're going against Montreal Canadiens first game, and you have a defensive pairing of Justin Hall and Muzzin, and they suck. <laughs> They're terrible. Um, the amount of memes that I sent to all these Leaf fans that day was unbelievable. It's just very funny to hear this is our year, and then the same mistakes occur once again. Um, the Penguins try to give you some help with Matt Murray. Um, try to give you an experienced goaltender who's, who's won something, unlike the entire roster. Um, but yeah, you know, the same mistakes happen. Like, defense wasn't good enough. Um, Samsonov, I th I'm hopefully I'm not butchering his name. He's a great goalie. Um, much better than Murray is doing. Uh, like I said before, but yeah, look, the Leafs biggest threat is, I would say the power play. The Leafs power play is disgusting, and I'll give them that. Well, let's talk about the best team in the NHL right now. The Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, the best. In his pens. Man. The best team in the NHL, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, look, uh, it's, it's uh, like 6-2 against the Lightning. 6-2 against the Coyotes. Like, even even in preseason, like, 7-1 against the Sabres, 3-2 against the Red Wings. Um, what can I say? Sidney Crosby's on fire. Sidney Crosby is on fire. Um, I think the addition of uh, Pet Petrie, Petrie, sorry if I'm butchering his name once more, um, was, was the best decision we made all offseason. He's played the most minutes out of all defensemen. So, you know what? It's, we're doing good. Jerry, I'm actually starting to have some confidence in him. And who's the leading points leader on the team? The fifth best player in NHL history. Sidney Crosby. Best player in NHL history. Yep. You're crazy. Sidney Crosby. It goes actually. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll call him second because it goes Lemieux, Crosby, Gretzky. Um, oh my God. <laughs> okay, so we're just gonna bypass Bobby Orr. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. So it okay. goes Lemieux, Crosby, Gretzky. Okay. No, but this team is is disgusting. Like, where Pittsburgh was like, look, Crosby doesn't have many years left in him. And they're looking to win. They're hungry. I think this year we'll make a deep playoff run. Um, and we're bound for great things. You know? Montreal still st still is terrible. Their first round pick. I'm not convinced in him. Whatsoever. Even during, like, like, like I don't know. I think I seen him during preseason. <laughs> and he was terrible. So, that's just me. Um, I think Cole Caulfield's great. And you know what I was thinking? 
for the next Olympics, the win- next Winter Olympics, I think NHL players might be allowed to play. NHL players well, might hope. be Let's hope. Let's hope. That's what the Olympics is about. You bring the best of the best from your country. Yep. After watching the Redeem Team on Netflix, I can clearly say that that's what it is about. <laughs> it's about mentality. Okay. Um, yeah. And Suzuki will captain the Team Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was, Oh, that was good. Sidney Crosby's captaining Team Canada. <laughs> like 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 always um he'll probably be on the third line or second um it's probably gonna be mcdavid first line you know probably mcdavid marner and something they'll have a line with brad marchand patrice bergeron then they'll have like a crosby stamkos line um but yeah (laughs) well Look, Jackson, we'll, we'll end it here. Who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup? This year? Yeah. I'll give you the West and the East, and then I'll pick. Okay. In the West, I think Avalanche go back to the Cup. Um, I don't think, you know, the only change is the keeper. Um, other than that, they kept the core guys, McCarr, McKinnon, uh, Rantanen. Um, nothing's really changed there. I mean, yeah, they lost Kadri, but um, I think Islanders go back to the cup. Uh, and then East, whew, East is tough. Uh, I don't know. That's tough. Tough. Um, it's gonna come down between two teams for me, um, and these two teams went, you know, diverse each other last year in the playoffs. Um, I think it comes down to either the Pens or the or the Rangers. Yeah. Woo. Uh, but we'll see. I think the Rangers have a, have a solid team. Oh my god. Uh, Rangers suck. <laughs> okay, well, Rangers did come back from a three-one down last year. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk um, about it. <laughs> but that's who I, I think. I think it's gonna be Avalanche against Pens or Avalanche um, Rangers. It'd be cool if it was McKinnon versus Crosby. You know, kind of like the the Tim Hortons advertisers going against one another. <laughs> They're um, the best buds. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that that'd be good cup. I think Penns Avalanche would be good cup, or even Penns Rangers. Uh, I mean Avalanche Rangers. Sorry, um, I just don't see anyone in the West competing against the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like you know Edmonton made it last year to the you know conference finals. Okay. I don't think they're gonna do it again. I think you know Mike Smith's too old. You know, last year, you know, people said, oh, he's too old, but look what he did. But I think they just, they need a solid tender. And I don't think it's Smith. Wow. Well, Jack Campbell's at the helm. Um, 
my picks are I think Edmonton might win it all. Honestly, it's yeah, me Jesus. It, you know we're in the you know, two thousands, we're not in the nineties anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I think Edmonton's winning it all. No doubt in my mind that they like they have every piece to do it now. I remember when they were terrible and it was just McDavid skating around the ice for the entire game. But um look this team it's a lot of depth. Dry Seidel, McDavid, Hyman, Fanner Kane, Darnell Nurse, like it's it's a great team. Um, just got Jack Campbell. Soup <laughs> You know what? And that yeah, team's gonna, gonna be go <laughs> Well look, I expect them to do great things. Edmonton aren't like a bottom feeder team anymore. They're they're f- always fighting in the playoffs. They made it further than the Leafs ever did in the last twenty years. Um, f- for your information. With all these people saying, Oh, but Matthews is better. Matthews has disappeared <laughs> in majority of playoffs playoff games. Um it's kinda like Aaron Judge in the postseason in the MLB. Um so yeah. And then in the East, I have none other than my Pittsburgh Penguins going to the Stanley Cup. Um, yeah, it's evident, you know what? We built a team. It's going to come down to who stays healthy. Because NHL is a training season. Um, a sleeper for the Stanley Cup is going to be Vegas. They've always had a great team. Um but yeah, I don't think Calgary has the 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 team to do it yet. I think they're going to be a regular season team and that's it. But yeah, that's that's just me. You well, know, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll, we're early in the season, but two, three games in. Um, we'll see what happens. You know what? I think it's time to talk about the NFL because the Pittsburgh Steelers beat Tom Brady yesterday. And I said to my group chat, it's like a sports group chat that I have. I'm like, we made Tom Brady our son once more. Um, Tom Brady. They look horrible. They look horrible yesterday, the Bucks. I don't know what's going on. It's like... I, I mean, I love it. I love <laughs> it. I love the downfall of Tom Brady. I think it's his wife divorcing him, but... I, I, I would too. If I was married to Tom Brady, I would too. There were reports that she was a witch. And that a witch. There were rituals performed on Tom Brady to win. Um, you know what? The Jets are doing insane. Like I said, they would. Um, well, Tom Brady better watch out for Zach Wilson. He likes older women, so I wouldn't be surprised if Wilson hooks up with uh, <laughs> Tom Brady's ex-wife. Well, Wilson needs a good old line, and then we can start talking about that. Hey, we look strong. We're 4-2. and two. This is the best start since 2015. Uh, we go in there. We beat Green Bay by 17. Um, I love it. Brees Hall. Excellent pickup, sauce. 
I think he's leading the defense rookie of the year, in my opinion. He is. Um, yeah. he, his man coverage is insane. You know, um, as much as you know, Green Bay doesn't have that star receiver like they did with Adams. You know, they have Cobb and Lazard, but um, he's just all over the place. Wherever the ball is, sauces. Um, Quentin Williams looked dominant. He's having a Pro Bowl season so far. Uh, our D-line looked really good. Sheldon Rankings, Carl Lawson, Quentin Williams, um, Vinny Carey, Nathan Shepard. Like, I love Quincy Williams. Linebacker was great. Two massive hits. Mosley and him were everywhere on the field. Marcus Joyner coming in from the top. Um, just overall, our defense is solid, and I'm happy. We have a solid defense. We have a defensive-minded coach, Robert Sala. Uh, offense offense, offense is, yeah. is a bit shaky. Wilson, I think a lot. Yeah, he's 3-0 since coming back, but it's the defense that's carrying him. No, it's not. Yeah. It's the run game. That's what's carrying him because he has no touchdowns <laughs> in the last no, two games. He has. The only he touchdown has. he has is like rushing and a couple passing. That's he has no game. he has no passing touchdowns in the last two games against Miami and against Green Bay. Zero passing touchdowns. But uh, since coming back, I think he has like one or two. Uh, he has one passing touchdown, and that yeah. was against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Our run, our run game's great. Like, our, our running, like, offense is good. Like, we have a good run block. Um, we just can't find in anything in the passing game. Like, I was watching the games, but, like, some of the games yesterday, and it's just a lot of check downs, a lot of overthrown long balls. Um, He's trying, you know, he almost threw a pick. He tried to be Mahomes and side on him in the end zone to Corey Davis. He just threw it up and said, whatever, Corey Davis down there somewhere. And he just, uh, I don't know, looked a bit shaky against Green Bay. Um, well, it's a big win against the Green Bay Packers team, you know. It is, it is. Um, like I they said. look shaky. Yeah, like this year's not the Jets year, I would say. But nah. like I said, next year the league needs to watch out because yeah. they're they're going to get an O-lineman. They're going to go into the offseason and they're going to pick up an O-line and once that happens, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. And uh once you know, Wilson gets settled and set his feet and just kind of, you know, he's going this is his second year, I get Hoping his third year is there sparks, uh, but New York sports in general, besides baseball and basketball, uh, is good. The Rangers, Islanders look good. The Giants, five one, five and one. Um, Eagles sitting, they're sitting second in the NFC East. Uh, Eagles big win against Dallas yesterday. They were up twenty three. Dallas did come back. Um, Cooper Rush, his first loss. I think he's four and one now. Um, but that, good that, games yesterday. Good games. <laughs> that team's uh, gross. Buffalo beat KC. They get the revenge back yeah. in Arrowhead Stadium. Um, I wanted KC, obviously. 
if you're a Jets fan or if you're a Miami fan or if you're a New England fan, you want Buffalo to lose. Simple. You know, we're, if they would have lost, we would have won. Who knows? Maybe we would have been first in the division for once in forever. Uh, but we looked good. We looked good yesterday. I had the game of the game of the night before games even started to be Philly Dallas. I think it lived up to the hype. You know, maybe not the first half, but the second half definitely it lived up to the hype of the game of the night game. Yeah, game of the the weekend. Uh, but other than that, I think, you know, I think there wasn't too many other games that you know really caught my eye besides I think those four maybe. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know about you, but. I still think the Steelers top the AFC North. Um, it's a new dawn. It's a new dawn in Pittsburgh. New dawn. Well, all, all the AFC North teams lost, except for two. You guys in Cincinnati. Um, I still, th- I still think it's Cincy top in the AFC North. Um, but who knows? Have... Mike Mike Tomlin's full of surprises, right? So, who knows? Look, no. it's not Mike Tomlin's fault. I want everyone who's listening to this to understand. The Pittsburgh hardships are not on Tomlin. No. They're on Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know how he still has a job, but it's hard to watch. Um, if you look at everything, Pittsburgh fans are calling for his head. Um, and Matt Canada's decision-making is terrible. He ran the ball on third and nine. Why are you running the ball on third and nine? Like, yeah, it's it's it baffles my mind. Um, you you have to pass the ball. You have Kenny Pickett, and you know what? Sometimes I question how Deontay Johnson still has a job. Um, he had the most drops in the NFL last season. Most he drops jobs. everything. He can't catch. And then there are guys out there who are fighting for an NFL spot, a roster spot, that know where to catch the ball. Look, Deontay Johnson's route running is great, and he can get into like some dangerous areas. And maybe the one chance, like the zero point one chance that he does catch the ball, it's he he does something. But I have yet to see him catch a ball yet. Like, it's, it's like, I'll never understand it. You're a wide receiver. Your job is to catch the ball under pressure and under some great cornerbacks. So, why can't you do it? Um, against, look, against Tampa, he, he had a great game. Um, this season, he's having a great year. He is. But he has no touchdowns. He's fumbled the ball. He's dropped it like twice. <laughs> if I'm being realistic here, George Pickens should be number one wide receiver. I don't know why. Oh, 100%. I don't know why we're prolonging this. But because he's a rookie, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> look, this Steelers team isn't terrible. And this is without T.J. Watt. Imagine next year after the draft when we go out and get ourselves a real, a real wide receiver. Um, 
any any wide receiver would want to play with Mike Tomlin, just because we're known for our legacy. Um, I wish that we went out and targeted Odell. I see you guys do it. I wish, but I don't think it'll happen. Um, Tomlin doesn't like divas. So, it's... Look, next year, it'll be a great year for the Jets and the Steelers. And the Jets looking to win next year. And they get that O-line settled up, Zach Wilson comes home. I think Saquon Tyreek gets traded. Tyreek picked the wrong team. Now look at him. 3-0 and, oh and you lost. You lose three straight. Or two straight. No one wants to move to New York, Jackson. Nobody. If you tell me to go to Miami and get paid, what was he, the highest paid wide receiver in the league? If you're telling me to go to Miami and do that, I'm staying warm all season. I'm getting I'm my taking, tan on. I'm taking, now, people regret. Giants 5-1, Jets 4-2. Yeah, but team... You have to understand, when it comes to free agents, some of them look to be comfortable. The only reason players would join teams like the Jets or the the Steelers is because they know of the organization that we are, and they join because of the project. Salah is building something great, and it's not going unnoticed around the league. Um... So when players see that and they want to be a part of that. Same thing with Mike Tomlin. I know he's a Hall of Famer coach. And they want to be a part of that. Um, but ideally, you're going to want to go to the beach. Um, but yeah. Um, well, you go. I think this year for both New York teams is going to open up the eyes of a lot of free agents. If I'm, I find myself comfortable winning. That's how I, I find comfort. And if I see a team winning and I see a team who has promise and future, dude, sign me up. Sign that contract. Offer me. And I think this year it's going to be big for the two, two New York teams because all these free agents or upcoming free agents, you know, notice. They see the, the, pen, you know, the potential in these two young teams. Why not join them? Well, that... As myself, as an athlete, that intrigues me. That, you know, wants me to go there. I can see the potential. I can see the future. And especially now with people counting both these two New York teams out from the get-go at the beginning of the season. And they're above 500 by two, four games. And they're looking strong. and And they've beaten, you know, top teams. Then... That excite that would excite me as an upcoming free agent. You know? Well, I wish that was the way the world worked, but um, unfortunately, Tyreek Kill has won it. He's he has his ring. Um, like he has he has a legacy to leave that he left behind. Um, and after that, things change. You know. Look, you can I'll bring up an NBA reference here. Look, Kevin Durant won it with Golden State. And after that, he didn't need to win anymore. Yeah, sure, he needs to win to 
for the, all these debates to stop, but debates are always going to happen. And if I'm going to play after I've already won, like, I'm going to Miami, I'm going to Tampa Bay, I'm going to LA, I'm, I'm going somewhere warm, putting my feet up, and calling it a day. Yeah, that's what you do as when you're about to retire. That's what, that's what Brady did. He left the cold New England, Gillette Stadium, put his feet up in Tampa Bay, won a ring, and then he's just now he's relaxing. But if you're a young guy like Tyreek, one ring ain't enough for him. You want more. As, as soon as you get to, like, the late 30s, then you can, like, say, okay, listen, I'm pretty content. I have a ring. You know, it's fine. But if you're, like, still, like, 30 below and you already have a ring, you want more. It's the greed. It's the greed. It's well, the Miami thing is another thing because they had something amazing going on. You know what? Like, that team was bound to be something. It's just the coaches were desperate to win. Yeah. They were so desperate to win that they put Tua's career on the line. And uh, always get mad at Dolphins fans for saying they're delusional. And yeah, I laughed at him being injured. I'll be completely honest with you. I laughed at it. I don't wish... That, like ill will on anybody but I laughed on him because those are the consequences of your own team and it reminds you at the end of the day that sports isn't a family anymore it's a business all these things that we watch on TV it's all a business teams don't care who you are what you do Tua Tagovailoa was one of the great quarterbacks coming out of Alabama and his career might be done just because of decisions from a franchise that hasn't won in a while. Yeah. Well, well, look, that's it for me. Um, the the NBA starts next week. Tomorrow. Yeah, or tomorrow. Sorry. Um, well, I'm if you're hearing this, as I said, we we record early, so. It's for us, it's tomorrow. When it comes out, it's today. Um, we're going to quickly just end it off with predictions. We have two games tomorrow. Uh, Philly, Boston, Lakers, Warriors. I have Philly and Warriors. You might have Boston and Warriors. But I have Sixers beat Celtics. And I have the Warriors beating the Lakers. As a <laughs> Lakers fan, it's I'm not going to be delusional here. It's fact. Mm, not really. Um, look, I see, I see Golden State destroying the Lakers, and I see this is a tough game. But honestly, Philly is gonna win it, and Embiid is gonna drop thirty points plus. Um, honestly, the Lakers are just. All these excuses that I've been seeing in like preseason games is unbelievable. Russell Westbrook is is a big baby. He's a crybaby. His team's having a huddle and he's not interested. They want to have a huddle after a foul and he's at the line crying. Like grow up. If you want to win, you're gonna have to make some sacrifices. It's just tough to watch because a while ago I admired Russell Westbrook because. He went against all laws. He went against the league. And he showed them, I'm that guy. And now he's he's just a bum. 
you know it's it's tough to watch I doesn't want to take a bench role he doesn't want to be a part of the team sure they signed Pat Bev but they signed Pat Bev to win and Pat Bev is buying into the Lakers I I'll never understand like certain basketball stars when it comes to that but he just wants a ring so bad. And he knows his career is coming to an end, and he just can't handle the fact that Durant has a ring before he does. Or he might end his career with a ring. He is going to end his career with no ring. Still, still a first ball Hall of Famer, for sure. Uh, I'm hoping he does. Russell's still one of my favorite players to watch. Um, <laughs> you know, him and Lonzo Ball are my favorite players in the NBA. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and as a Lakers fan, we signed Pat Bev. Pat Bev is, I hate the guy. That's my most hated player in the NBA is Patrick Beverly. Um, but at the end of the day, if we win, we win. Um, I don't see us doing anything. You know, Anthony Davis injured. He's gonna get injured again. Shocker! Uh, I told him we should we should have traded him last year. Build build for the future, rebuild. Sorry, uh, LeBron just signed two two more years. Um, Westbrook's probably gonna be gone the deadline. Wouldn't be surprised. Probably I don't even know where he's gonna go. Davis is playing tomorrow. Yeah, he is playing tomorrow. <laughs> but how long is he gonna be playing in the season? He's not making 82 games. No, you're He's right. not. LeBron won't, won't even make 82 games. Uh, it, it just frustrates me, and it must be frustrating for you as a Lakers fan to, like, such a great franchise is being thrown away due to egos. Um, yeah. There's no one in the NBA like Kobe anymore. And me and you have had a conversation where it's, you want to be the players that put themselves apart from others <laughs> and that will put in the work when nobody else is paying attention and when nobody else is watching. And that's what defines good from great. You want to be great. Um, and that's what Kobe was. That's what Kobe brought even to Team USA, the redeemed team. <laughs> Everybody knew Kobe was the best player in the NBA, and he showed it. Um, I just wish there was more of that more professionalism in sports just because you should strive to be the best you can if not you're just wasting your time um, that's what I also think is a part of coaching you know certain coaches bring out the best in their players and that's what Coach, uh, Coach K did. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's this Lakers team on paper is one of the best teams in the NBA, and if they can't figure it out by the end of the season, I don't know what to tell them. Um, you have them winning it all. I think it's a delusion. Um, because they don't even seem they don't seem to even want to play with each other. 
Whoa, I didn't say that we're going to win it all. I think you said that they'd make the no. Eastern Conference final or the Western Conference finals. No. I think that's what you said to me. I don't know. No. No. I'm not that delusional. I don't know. I just hope for future it's you go to the Lakers and you know what you know what it's about. I just feel like people don't respect LeBron anymore. Like you know he's the greatest of like I would say second best of all time. Second best. You have a chance to play with one of the GOATs. So that means you have a chance to know that you have a chance at winning. So put in the effort. Be a team player. Uh, I don't know. That's that's it. Well, we'll see what happens. Two games on the moral opening week. Um, it's gonna be good. Obviously, we'll cover it next episode, episode four. But um, that it's gonna wrap up episode three of Make a Statement. Um, some good conversation here. Uh, we'll. Next week we'll talk about, we won't be talking much about Laurier Sports as there's nothing coming up this weekend, um, but um, in the future we're looking to bring in a couple of, you know, athlete profiles, athlete spotlight, there you uh, go. maybe bring in future Hall of Famer, Kerry Hughes. Coach um, K. <laughs> uh, bring in former alumni, maybe Martin, get his, get his insight uh, in sports, you know, sports. Who knows? We'll we'll plan. We're excited for the next for the season of season two. We'll make a statement. Um, but that's gonna wrap up episode three. I've been your co-host Jackson, and I've been your co-host Sergio. And uh, we'll catch you next week. See ya.